back for another episode of Raw with a Purpose. I'm Titani Harris, CEO of TMH Behavioral Services, founder of TMH Man Cave. And I'm Latasha Davis, Vice President of TMH Behavioral Services, relationship expert and couples, marriage and family therapist. Hey, hey. So how you feeling today? I'm feeling a little tired, but I'm here. I'm ready. Let's get it. Okay. So let's just hop right into it. So I think there's this, I don't know if you call it a misconception or this narrative around therapists not Mm -hmm. having therapists. And so I kind of want to get into that today because I think about how like, I'm sure when you go to the doctor, the doctor has a doctor, the dentist has a dentist, right? If you, you know how we own uh, real estate, you know, we have people that we work with. So it's like, why wouldn't people think we have a therapist? So like, why do you think that is? Like, why do people think like the therapist should have it all together or maybe not have any challenges? And I know like, because part of it is because we are in a healing space Mm -hmm. and people often say like, you have to be healed to help others, which I agree, but also Mm -hmm. bringing it back to like us being human. I think it just comes back to being an expert. They're not Mm -hmm. looking at as a human being. They're looking at as a professional. They're not here to challenge us or look into our our personal lives. They're here to get a service. So if they're trying to get a service, they're not looking and, and we do want them to look as a professional. But at the same time, it is a human aspect to this. And I just feel like my experience, I had a split thing. So if I'm saying, hey, I'm taking off. I have some things I need to take care of for myself. I do have clients that say, okay, Miss Davis, okay, see you next week. Hope everything is well. Right. But then I think my clients that's maybe a little bit on a higher need for services yeah, would say, oh, I really was looking forward to this session. I got a lot going on. I just really need you. And I said, I get that. But at the same time, I have things I definitely have to take care of. I hear what you're saying. Let's reschedule. I apologize. You know, I can do that. But it just sometimes don't come off the way I would like clients will understand. I think for me, and and I'll be honest about this, I think I struggle with that. I think I even looked at myself, not as not being human, but feeling like I couldn't feel a certain way because I'm a therapist. Like Mm -hmm. I can't come to the session with my own feelings, which I do believe to a certain degree. But I would say over the last few years, and I've learned this from you, Tasha, just going like, man, I'm human. You know, Mm -hmm. I tell people, you know, especially the last three years, I feel like this is the first time in our profession as black therapists, we have had this shared or common trauma with our clients, these two shared experience. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing with George Floyd, so the racial racial unrest, right? And also the pandemic. Yes. It was hard for us as healers. Super hard. Healers in the space and trying to, you know, deal with these shared traumas and, you know, and carrying the space for our clients, but also carrying it for ourselves. And although, you know, for example, TMH Behavioral Services, I mean, we grew rapidly. (laughs) We doubled our team. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely doubled our team. But it was like, that was great, but it was hard to carry Mm -hmm. all of that. And I felt like at times I was drowning. Mm -hmm. And and kudos to my own therapist um, who helped me get through that. Mm -hmm. But like, I had to remind myself, like, you're human. Mm -hmm. You have thoughts, you have feelings. But, and also recognizing that I have a job, right? Right. You know, therapy is about holding the space, creating change for our clients and just kind of having that platform for them and and being there for them, but also recognizing we got to be there for ourselves. But we was also trained. I know I was trained in um, my school, SIUC, Carbondale, Salukis. Salukis! So um, I was trained by my teachers to say, you need a therapist Mm. to do this type of work. And it's not that you're crazy. You can't, you're not able to do the work without it, but it's just, you, you have so much to carry. If I'm carrying 25 clients a week, where am I dumping this information? It's so much information that we get on an everyday basis. I have to dump. And sometimes we have the term countertransference, right? That happens a lot. Explain that. So countertransference is, if I have my own trauma, my own triggers, it could come out in my session. I don't say against, but in a way that 
it can affect my work. With right, my like client. you over-identify with your client, yes. right? And not keeping that separate and going, that's my client's situation, mm-hmm. not mine. Right. Okay. For okay. example, some women have daddy issues. Okay. So in relationships, we have problems with men. Okay. And so if a woman, our client, talks about their father relationship or the absentee father, and you yourself have an absentee father experience, that can definitely be triggering. And you may not be in your most clinical self. And that's And I you'll mean. be a more personalized experience. Okay. And so that's, that's how we can hurt ourselves and our clients. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah, That's thank you for explaining. That's when that counter-transference kicks in. I think you made a good point. Like over-identifying, but also understanding, like, we're still human. Yes. And I think, you know, this is a forever, ever journey. Um, I know I'm getting better at being okay with not having it. You know, one thing about my clients, they know when I don't have it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. just the type of relationship we've built. But just reminding myself, like, I have to make sure I'm seeing my therapist mm-hmm. because I'm carrying it, not just my clients, but mm-hmm. our TMH team, Yes, you know, and the over 200 plus clients that come through our doors, oh, we, people don't even <laughs> understand like how stressful that can be. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll, and I, I'm sure we'll do an episode on people thinking our profession is easy or it's just talking. Like if it was just talking, it wouldn't be so heavy. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, just, just kind of understanding that. But I think also just understanding that your therapists have feelings, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we are people. And also we make mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, understanding that like, it's okay you know, if we tell clients to advocate for yourself and say, yes. hey, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I was disappointed by you not showing up today or mm-hmm. you missing the session. But also reminding us in this healing space that we are human before anything mm-hmm. and that our hearts and our minds are our most valuable assets and we have to take care of them. Yeah, it's very important to do so. And I think it's important for I'm glad that you talked about your experience because mm-hmm. sometimes I think it kind of surprises our clients that know we have a therapist because they're like, well, if you ain't got your stuff together, how are you being a therapist? I mean, it doesn't mean we don't have like stuff together. It just means that we want to keep our stuff together. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. in order to keep our stuff together, we got to make sure we take care of ourselves so we can make sure we can continue to do our work and take care of our clients. Yeah. I think that narrative is also there because when people think about therapy in this process, people think that you have to go to therapy because something is wrong. Mm-hmm. So when they look at us, they're like, what's wrong and it's like no you know you and I always talk about like we want the client that's being proactive we Mm -hmm. want you to come to us before something is going on so Mm -hmm. I think that's why they think that like Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be in therapy but it's Mm -hmm. like no that doesn't make sense like our mental health matters too and and, you know we you know me I I don't want to say I require my therapist to have therapists but I strongly Mm -hmm. encourage it Mm -hmm. um that they are seeing someone that they have the space um for themselves because you know I am a firm believer that healing is a lifelong journey Mm -hmm. and that, you know, no, you may not be in therapy every week, but some form of therapy is, Mm -hmm. you know, that you should be going, whether it's once a month, you know, once a quarter, you know, I have clients I see two times a year, you know, Mm -hmm. for that maintenance therapy, but that's just, it's important that, man, we human too at the end of the day. At the end of the day, we are human beings. And sometimes I just, it's kind of hard. We can, I'm I'm a sensitive person. So it do hurt my feelings. She's very sensitive y'all. I can be sensitive. Like, man, I am not a robot. I just cannot go, go, go. You know, my batteries do need to be recharged. So, even making that a teachable moment. And I know Mm -hmm. because my clients do have experiences, they do share those type of feelings with me. I make sure to share with them. I understand that you have a lot going on, but I definitely just need to take care of myself. I need to make sure that I'm present for myself and not just be present for you too. So, I mean, they probably, I think they understand, but I I understand where they're coming from. Like, I still need some help. And, you know, so we talk that through. We figure out what can we put in place, what kind of plans we'll put in place until the next time we meet. Yeah, I also want to kind of, 
bring something together with this topic because I think it ties in. So like we talk about how like we are human, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we may be feeling by not by all means to anybody out there going to therapy or anybody who's new to the therapy process, your therapist should not be using the space to talk about themselves. I'm just going to say that, right? If it's not clinically based. Right. If it's not clinically based, but how many times, and I think me and you different on it a little bit. Mm -hmm. How many times do we hear my therapist talked about him or herself the whole time? To me, that's not clinically appropriate because you are paying me for a service. Mm -hmm. So I am there to hold the space for you. And like you said, there are some contexts where you can share. Um, I can count on how many times I've shared anything Mm -hmm. personally in a session with a client. That's just not really my style, but I get it, right? Mm -hmm. I just want clients to know that it's not clinically appropriate that the space is about the therapist. But I also understand that we are human, but mm-hmm. that's the responsibility that we have to ourselves mm-hmm. and to this profession that we have to think about. Yeah, and I definitely think that's a whole other topic. I know. We got to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, it's just recognizing that, you know, especially what I think people understand is like less than 4% of mental health professionals in the U.S. are black. So we got to keep that into context too. So understand like there's not many of us, right? And mm-hmm. so... The, even though the black experience is not monolithic, like I said, on these terms, <laughs> just go straight. You know just what say I mean? Straight word. No you, one needs to know I'm monolithic. What does that mean? <laughs> Don't even do me. Don't do me. With right. Them. There's not one way to be black, right? And so I just think that we have to highlight that because. Mm-hmm. People want to see people who look like them. And I don't take that for granted. So that's why I brought that up. And so it just gets heavy at times. And just understanding like we human. I'm I'm happy to say I have a therapist. She's amazing. Um, shout out to my therapist, Jamila, uh, Jamila, who's amazing here in Chicago. And it's it's just something that's needed and yeah. it needs to be stated. Yeah. I'm in a process. I need to give me a new therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a work in progress okay. with that. But I definitely, I know I'm like, I need a space to just kind of talk about something because I don't like to, and it's not healthy to use your friends because your friends are not your therapist. That's another topic. Oh, that's a whole nother topic. So um, definitely, and, and looking for a therapist, that's a big thing too, because you got to make sure this therapist is going to clinically help you in your needs. Yeah. Relatable. Mm-hmm. Someone that you feel like you can definitely share things with and it's going to be no judgment. Yeah. And that you can learn from. And, and and I like what you just said. And I think this is something we can touch on in the episode. Like what, like some clients begin therapy, don't know what the questions to ask when looking for mm-hmm. a therapist. And we'll talk about that on another episode, like what to look for in a therapist. But as we wrap up this episode, mm-hmm. like what is something you want the people to take away from this discussion in terms of like being human and being a mm-hmm. therapist and having our own therapist? Just giving space and grace. Mm-hmm. Space and grace. I like that. I like that. I would say just understanding that we all are on a healing journey. And as long as you're breathing, you're going to be healing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Raw with a Purpose. Make sure y'all follow us on IG, Raw with a Purpose. Follow me at TMH Man Cave and at Titani Harris. And you can follow me at Latasha Davis. And we'll see you soon. See ya.